Hello and welcome, Army. I'm your host, Ashley Briggs, and thank you for joining me in Love Maze. You're making me laugh. See, I have a special Army guest here, so I can't not laugh because she's hilarious. We're going to have a good time on this episode of Love Maze, a BTS and Army podcast. Be sure to follow, subscribe, like, rate the show, all that good stuff. Uh, Love Maze is a space for ARMY, by ARMY, where we can celebrate BTS together and fortify our fandom through connection, knowledge, and most of all, love. And today, I have a special guest, Melanie. Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking with me. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Good. I am hyped up. I'm going crazy. So they just dropped the track list. <laughs> like, ah, I'm going to throw stuff. Flip this table over. Uh, they just dropped the track list. Uh, it's Mother's Day, by the way. So happy Mother's Day to uh, all the moms out there. And if if you're not celebrating, that's fine too. Have a good day. But also, <laughs> this morning, started the day getting the track list for CD1 of Proof. And if you listen to my previous episode of the podcast, anyone listening, I was wrong about a lot of my theories. So that was all trash. I was way wrong. I didn't expect... HYYH to come back. I didn't know. I thought that was all going to be connected to the TV show, like youth and how I thought maybe they were hinting like, okay, we're getting ready for our K-drama that's based on the BU and we're going to be little hints for that. But the new album's going to be totally different. So I was totally wrong in my theories. And that made me, that makes me even more excited because we get to really show appreciation for this amazing discography and really give it its flowers. So how? what was your reaction to the set list that we got so far for CD1? Yeah, well, thank you for sharing all of that. And I'm super happy to be on your show. So thanks for thanks for uh, having me. And just for background, I just want to say we met at the Permission to Dance Las Vegas concert. So that's how I know Ashley. So, um, but anyways, to answer your question, um, I was honestly like, I wasn't, first of all, I didn't know what time of the day we were going to get it. So I was trying to understand like when to be around. So it kind of like dropped like when I woke up this morning. So I was like, oh, wow. Um, I think my honestly, my biggest reaction, which I think a lot of people will agree with, is um, the fact that Born Singers on this album is a really big deal. And for people who might be newer army who don't understand the importance of this, this will allow us to have this on so many digital platforms and be able to stream it and give it the appreciation that it deserves with record numbers. So I think for me, that's the biggest thing that stood out um, on the entire album. Obviously, too, the first thing I did was when I saw the track list, I was going back to the other albums to see like who all the producers were to see like if I could figure out if it would be like a new mix or something. So I was trying to play detective with it. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to just like, I don't know, get my hands on that album because I ordered both versions, obviously. So I'm excited. I'm treating it like comeback has already started. Like I've been streaming, pulling out my playlist, you know, it's in the background of my life, which already it is. But then I've been just more careful about, you know, my streaming efforts and getting in that, that and with you and you know, all these OSTs that we have, we are just so spoiled with new content all the time. And it's always a good, every comeback that I've been a part of has been a good time, but I've only been here as an SNL army. I've only been here for three years and it's been an amazing three years. And you are an elder army, a veteran army. (laughs) 
is that you've been around longer. So I can't imagine what it means for you to see these masterpieces of songs finally get recognition. They're going to get a chance to be be to chart in the East and in the West. It's going yeah. to be amazing. I'm really excited for that. How does that feel for you having been been around? I do want to ask about your Army origin story, but does anything come to mind when you think about the emotional reaction to it? I kind of don't really know how to answer that question without crying, I feel like. But um, I think for me, like I, um, you know, I was in high school, college when uh, BTS first debuted. So I'm in their age group. And a lot of the things that they talked about in their songs, I was experiencing in real life, you know, while these things happened. (laughs) I'm sorry. I think that the biggest thing for me is that I just remember you know, I'm not Korean, obviously, and I'm not, I've never been to South Korea, but I just remember uh, having these songs debut and having these songs, uh, especially their early music, be played and just remembering the amount of hate they got online, remembering how they, people called their fans insane, um, just to see how successful they are now is such a, a treat and they still are the same exact way that they were when they first came out. Um, I'm sorry. I'm like really crying. So I apologize. Take your time. It's beautiful. um, I think my biggest excitement about having these songs come out again. um, I know some people might be upset that it's not an entirely new album, but I think what people need to realize the beauty of what they're doing is that in the K-pop industry, it's really unheard of for the idols to be able to do the music the way, the way they want to, for them to be able to make the rules and call the shots, and for them to do this album the way that they want to, for them to have their names on the production line as contributors to lyrics, all those things is extraordinary. Um, so for people who might be upset, I would just encourage you to maybe go back and take a look at some of their documentaries and really see how unusual it is for a K-pop group to do what they're doing. Um, To answer the second part of your question, um, yes, I am a uh, army junkie. I actually started (laughs) listening to um, some of the individual um, works that they were doing before they debuted. So back in 2012, when they were uploading stuff on the SoundCloud, um, that's what I was listening to. The first song that I ever heard I believe that I ever heard um, was Rat Monster by Rat Monster. And I heard that song. I went crazy. Like I was crazy. I don't, my best friend in high school was Korean. And I was just like, who is this dude? Like what? I was just asking all the questions and stuff because, you know, I had listened to some K-pop groups, but I wasn't like into it, into it just because I had a lot of mm. friends that were Korean. So I just, I just listened to it by default but yeah, I was like, going to ask if you like stand any other first or second generation groups or no. if that was something you were already into or not, or if they just, it just happened to happen that way. Yeah, that's a great question. So like I had been familiar with like, you know, like Girls' Generation, all these, all these different, you know, um, bands that were from like the nineties and like early two thousands and stuff, but I hadn't, I, I didn't like follow their music. So if something had played on the radio, I wouldn't be able to tell you like, oh, this is this group or oh, this is that group. It was just more of like, okay, like I'm at a friend's house, they're playing K-pop in the background or we're hanging out at a 
thing and there's Korean music playing or something. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the extent that I knew about stuff. But like when I heard um when I heard Rat Monsters thing on SoundCloud, I think it was just I don't know, like it was just um different. Mm-hmm. Um he spoke in English, I could understand what he was saying. And so I think I just connected with like the rhythm of that music because I'm a singer. I like to sing. I did all that stuff in high school, college, and even now as a young adult. Um, so like hip hop, R&B, all that stuff. I love it. And so when I heard him, I was like, oh, it's great. It took me two weeks to realize he was in a group. So like mm. I was on social media <laughs> and I'm like, who are all these other people that he's adding in his post? So like I went, I took my time and started listening to the stuff that they had uploaded. And then I started listening to like, I think it was like called a, a trainee Christmas. And then like I heard oh, yeah. adult child with Jan. I'm like, oh my goodness. And so I think just from that, I just became like, not like obsessed, like a saucing, but I was just like super passionate about like what they were doing. And I was like, okay, they're debuting. I need to be up. So I literally, the first two years of me following BTS, I had a crazy schedule because I would be up it like watching the Korea media stuff. So like watching people interview them or watching them just like be at whatever place they were performing at. So right. that's kind of, I think like you're my, kind of following two calendars, two schedules, like exactly. you're kind of in two places at once, but you exactly. can't, you can't not. They're so like addicting. <laughs> just ask people, not just their music, but like as personalities, like once you, that's once you fall down the rabbit hole, you, you never really stop falling. Right. Because they are that engaging and endearing. And I think so many of us, even though we all have our own different stories, they all come down to this kind of moment. That's a feeling that's so personal and deeper than we can really express to friends and family sometimes. But armies get it. And I've seen, you know, so many beautiful ways that armies express that feeling. But we can never fully express. And I think they feel the same way about us. And that's what makes the bond between BTS and ARMY so strong is that like, it's a feeling. It's not something you can calculate. You know, <laughs> uh, Love ain't a business, as RM says. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So I really, I'm just really grateful to hear from someone who's been there since the beginning and to hear that same feeling when they were still trainees and debuting and you've come this far with them. So I just want to say thank you to you and to all of the <laughs> veteran armies who stuck it out, who've been to hell and back with them. <laughs> you deserve this moment to really be heard. I really, I know there are a lot of like kind of post dynamite armies, newer armies, and you are just as important. I want to say that first, but I hope that newer armies will take the time to really listen to armies who have been here longer to really hear their stories, not just know BTS's story, but also know stories of other armies and what, of why they've been here this long and how you connected with them because we, they've changed, but at the same time have stayed the same at heart. And I think that we can all kind of take that lesson from them and be ourselves, you know, do you and like be <laughs> who we are while also growing and watching each other grow. So I just really love being a part of this community, this fandom, as I like to say. Uh, so, and I just would love to hear more army stories. So if you want to be on the show, if you're listening and you want to tell your story, feel free to either leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash love maze, or you can apply, uh, go to the same 
the same URL I just gave. Go there, apply to be a guest on the show, or leave a voicemail message. You can also find me over on Twitter at Love Maze Podcast. Let's talk. I want to hear from more armies, but back to what I wanted to ask you next. Yeah. You kind of touched on it as far as how BTS uh, moved you, how you sort of stumbled upon them since then in your time walking with BTS on their journey. How have you personally been impacted? Have you had any life changes or just mentality changes? What what impact would you say they've had on you positively? Um, that's a really great question. And I just want to echo something that you said before, uh, before I answer that question, when you mentioned uh, people, armies who might be uh, post-Dynamite, post-Butter, whatever era. Um, I just want to say that you guys are just as important as any other fan. So don't ever feel like just because you found BTS, you know, in a certain era that you're not as much of a, as a, of a fan if you can't buy merch, you're still important. If you can't buy their albums, like it doesn't matter how much money you have or how much you can spend on stuff. Like you're, you're just as important. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. Um, Cause I feel like sometimes people can feel like that for whatever reason. Don't make people, don't allow people to make you feel that way. So um, to answer your question, um, oh, I'm so excited. I think I forgot what your question was. Oh, you asked me about just okay. impact. Yeah. <laughs> impact. But yes. I also agree with you on that of just like, uh, we shouldn't be comparing of like who can yeah. do what and who can prove themselves. But I also feel like with proof, this is their way of kind of allowing us all to come together and get on the same page exactly. and kind of not even catch up, but just experience it together mm-hmm. again for some people or for the first time for others. It's not, Oh, well you haven't taken the time to go back and listen to the songs. Well, we're going to, we're going to keep moving on without you and people feeling like, Oh, I want to catch up. I don't know what that reference is. So they've, they're literally taking that time, not only to, celebrate Festa and celebrate nine years, but also give everyone a chance to really enjoy these songs together at the same time, which is my favorite part about this album. I can't wait to see more TikToks of some of their B-sides and just see people connect to their music the way that we know that everyone will once they are exposed to it. Like that's pretty much it. It's just like, once you hear, hear them, which is going to happen, <laughs> then way more people will give them a chance, especially some of their older songs. So I'm really excited about that, but I digress. So as far as a personal positive impact, uh, does anything come to mind for you? Absolutely. Um, to keep this sweet, short and sweet, um, I'd have to say, uh, I think just the way that I found out about BTS allowed me to look at them as a collective band. Um, I know I told you this when I was at the concert and stuff, but um, I don't have a bias. And I know sometimes people are really shocked about that because of how long I've been listening to them. Um, I feel like for me, the most positive impact that I have kind of walked away with each year that I listen to them is what they're doing when they're not on the stage. If you look at how they treat people, you look at how they treat animals, how they treat children, how they treat people just in general. um, That really said a thousand words when they didn't say a thing, because I think just like any other teenager or young adult, you know, I think just navigating life, sometimes it can be very stressful And I know I had times um, in my life where I did struggle with anxiety. I did struggle with, you know, depression sometimes. 
And honestly, it was around the same time that they started talking about their mental health. And so for me to be able to see that they treat all these different types of people the same, no matter where they come from, no matter their background, even though I personally might not have been that person that they were doing those actions to, I felt it. And so it really helped me just kind of get my mental health in a place that was consistently positive and not based off of like waiting for something good to happen. Um, I think also to the love yourself tour was very huge going to that concert, being able to hear those words in person, being able to see the way that they looked at us. Um, I, I can't even describe to you if you haven't been to a concert, I mean, you know, sell your old clothes, you know, do extra hours. Say sell your soul. No, no, not your soul. Don't do that. Uh, they would, they would, that would not, oh, yeah. not BTS friendly there, but <laughs> like, there's just something about going to their concert and seeing the emotion and expressions on their faces. Like I, it's really hard for me to say like, this is the one positive thing that I walk away with. I think it's just uh, over the course of the last nine years, um, feeling how they express themselves through their music, but also off the stage, I would say is the biggest thing for me. Um, I also want to say I love how when they do their like departing from the stage type talks, I I record those more so than the actual concerts, but me too. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, they say, they say certain things. And I think what I loved about them coming to the U S something I've noticed differently Obviously, um, and this is just my opinion as, you know, being a person from the United States, you know, sometimes I've noticed that they will express themselves differently depending on where they're at. Obviously, there's certain cultures that are more conservative than others, but I really love how free they feel to express themselves sometimes when they're in the United States. And mm-hmm. I love what they say. Like, I have to I have to just put this out there, but I went to all four concerts and every single time they've talked about what their feelings were at that time, it was different. It's not Mm pre-rehearsed. They don't memorize the script. So for anyone that says that they have prompting on the cameras below, that is a lie. They say a different thing every single night. And the first night, I'll remember the time when Namjoon addressed the Grammy situation, the way that he handled that as a professional and as an individual to me, like was amazing. Um, They speak so well for themselves. They, They are very transparent I just love how they talk genuinely and very real. Um, it, I just, I don't even know. Like, I know that's probably like a, a digression from your question that you asked, but I think it's just the high that I feel of them being transparent and being kind-hearted human beings is what I walk away with every time I listen to them, every time I meet people like yourself, every time I meet other army. Like, I love the people that I've met over the last nine years of my life just from concerts and things. Like, it, it, I, mm-hmm. yeah. I'll pause there. (laughs) There's such a good, all of them are such a good example of what it means to have integrity, Mm -hmm. integrity, like, but without kind of rubbing it in people's faces, like they're not above anyone else, but they carry themselves well and they treat everyone as equal, like you said. And, and that is not only something to find uh, admirable, but it's also inspiring. And I think it just constantly allows army to grow and to contribute positively to the world and we're always doing so many projects they're just some of the smartest people and funniest people i've seen have been from army um 
and they see that too. So I think we are a reflection of them and they're good. Yeah. And like, no, we're not a perfect fandom. You know, there's pro- there's always, the bigger we get, you're going to have a percentage that cause issues, but even they understand that and treat and still continue to treat us as a fandom with respect and considering how diverse we are and how we, a lot of us come from marginalized groups, like having that feeling heard and seen from them, especially when you see them in person, it, it is really touching. It's really nice to see people who are so down to earth and who really connect with their fans and this whole like, Oh, well, they don't even know you. Why do you care? It's like, they don't have to know me personally, but they do know my heart. Like it feels like we know each other's hearts deep down. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, their music just really gives you energy when you might not have it and allows us to come up with ways to give our energy to each other and to other people in our lives. So it's not just music, but we are going to go back to the music because (laughs) it is comeback season. And I'm so excited. A lot of people right now are in a bit of a stink. I'm not seeing it on my timeline that much, but there is the debate suddenly, of course, with proof coming out, being in, being in anthology and some people claiming that there are other anthologies and becomes a competition. And I don't really care, but there's always going to be the debate the paved the way debate and you're, there's always going to be hateration. So do you think, or do you consider BTS to still be K-pop? Do you think they should keep that label? Should they drop it? What are your feelings as far as BTS as K-pop? Oh boy. <laughs> so I actually have had, this conversation multiple times with other fans um, in a respectful way, obviously. Um, Of course, you have very passionate people, I'll say that in a diplomatic way, (laughs) um, that just think that they know everything um, and that it should be a certain type of way. Um, I want to preface this with society is so huge on putting labels on things that we forget What makes an artist an artist is the art that they're doing. I don't care if you want to label what they're doing as jazz music, hip hop, rap, indie. Like, honestly, I could care less what they are properly supposed to be labeled as. When it comes down to it, BTS is a group of seven individuals who are highly creative, who know how to play instruments, who know how to collaborate with different people, musically speaking, who know how to sing and rap and who know how to express themselves in words in other ways that people can't. So that's what it comes down to. Now, my thoughts, they are Korean. They are from South Korea. They are popular. They're a popular band. Korean pop, K-pop. There you go. Now, yes, they did debut more as like a hip hop Korean band, but you know, pop. I mean, there's pop musicians who are not Korean, who sound more maybe bluesy or jazzy, but they're considered pop. I think we become so stuck on the fact that it's Korean pop, that it has to stay in that category. I mean, listen to some other individual music, you know, like if you were to take Suga or or Namjoon or Hobi and be like listening to their individual songs, okay, some of that might be just identified as rap or hip hop because of the way it sounds and it has grunginess to it. That's Mm -hmm. great. I I think honestly, like I think people who are so upset about that area 
just want to find something to complain about. And I I know that's probably going to offend some people, but I think when it comes down to it, like it doesn't matter what genre they're in. The fact remains is that BTS is breaking records left and right. Um, ARMY is continuing to help them do that and they know it. So they love us back for it. Um, I honestly don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. It doesn't matter because we all get the music and there's something for everyone. And it's BTS pop at the end of the day. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's great. I mean, to me, they're just, they're fusion. Like there's just so many things together but at the same time they can pick a genre and really do it justice and like they know they're they know music like they are it's not just oh they happen to write here and there like no they know how to compose and how to create melodies and like it's a part of it's in their bones so it's hard to label that when it's a part of a person's identity and it goes into there you go (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) DNA perfect so now there's, I saw, you know, there's theories about the three CDs for proof being like more thematic, like CD one title track, CD two could be B sides. Um, I started to think like maybe CDs two and three were going to be more subunits and solos mixed in with some B sides. Who knows? We'll find out over the next two days uh, from this recording <laughs> of what the total album track list will look like, but does not matter to me honestly because i know it's going to be amazing because it's always amazing i listen to them every day so but the idea of next tour next tour set list and them performing some of their older songs is just the things that dreams are made of like i want to see i want to see like part two i'm just throwing stuff out there on stage 2022 version i want to see no more dream. Oh, okay. okay. I got a running no theme there. Okay. If I got you do no more dream. I'm going to. I want to see no <laughs> Right? If you we get can't. no more dream, which we know is on Oof. CD1. So if we I'm, get to see I'm, 2022 in all its glory. <laughs> so we will see. And if not, that is also okay. It's up to Jimin. We will see what happens. But I, a girl can dream. Mm. Um, but yeah, I really, I'm really excited to learn more about these new, the three new songs. Uh, We had some haters who thought this wasn't a proper comeback, but it is, and we're all going to treat it as such. This is a comeback, a huge comeback. It's going to be legendary, and I cannot wait for Festa and Muster and hopefully a tour and all the good stuff that's coming. Um, I went to see them. I went from, I haven't seen them at all, and I had sound check from Map of the Soul, and I lost that, and I'm still mourning. And I went from that to... I've now seen them six times in the span of six months or whatever it is, like instantly went from zero to six. Uh, So how many shows have you gotten to see? I know you said you went to love yourself, but do you know your total that you've experienced? I've been to every tour that they they at least have had in the United States, but I've been to multiple concerts. So like for the PTD Vegas, I went to all four of those shows. That's four. Uh, I went to one in SoFi. That's five. Last year, November, I went to one of those. That's six. Uh, let's bring it back. I did go to, I'm going to go out of order here, but I did go to the two shows in Anaheim that I, I think they had for their, it was either Wings or the Speak Yourself Extension Tour. That's two. So that's seven. Uh, I've gone to at least 12 or 13 concerts. Let's just say that. I, I've just, I I have just gone to each tour that they've had. 
Um, I do want to fa- share a fun story, if that's okay, about not a concert, but like an interaction that I had with them when they first did their uh, show here in the United States in, L- in LA. Can I sh- can oh, we please. go off topic? I know it's probably yeah. not in the agenda. <laughs> they put the, I'm putting it on the set list. Okay, thank you. So I actually was one of the people that were at the airport when they first came to the United States for the first time in June of 2014. So if you guys remember, they came here, I think twice. One was to do that um, American Hustle Live thing. And then the other one was when they they filmed their um, Boy in Love, the Japanese version, I think. Or I don't remember which version it was, but they filmed it in LA. So anyways, the first time, uh, this was when they were still up and coming, kind of, sort of. They weren't really popular in the, in the United States yet. And this is when they didn't have, like, all the security guards or all the bodyguards. Like, they were going to the baggage claim by themselves. Like, like J-Hope had a cart and he was, he was, had his hand on top of the suitcase. <laughs> and I remember, like, seeing some chick in LA. She, she was Korean and she posted, and I had been following her because she spoke Korean so she could, she translated stuff. And I remember following her on one of the social media platforms and she said that they were coming. And so I was like, oh my gosh. So I skipped all my classes. I was in college. I skipped all my classes and I just looked my professor and I was like, I need to not be in class today. So I booked it to the airport and parked in the garage, like outside of like the terminal where the international flights come in. And I left my phone in the car. I didn't have my ID on me. I just walked down there and just stood in the baggage claim. And just to see... I know, like, I didn't phone. have anything, but honestly, guys, like, to be able to have that interaction, that interaction experience is more important than a phone. And I'll come back to that in a second. But, like, to be able to just, like, like to just see them interact with other fans was just, I think, enough satisfaction. And being able to, like, say hi and have them look at me in my face without having a fence around them, it, it, it just made, like everything that I had experienced up to that point more tangible. And I think that was like when I became like more hardcore. I mean, obviously I was hardcore before because, you know, I was crazy, but that (laughs) made, that made, that made me like ridiculous crazy. Like I started to get all the merch. That's when I started to get all the merch. (laughs) And then your wallet's gone. And then there goes. I know. I I need a credit card. Thankfully I never had a credit card. I bought everything with real money, (laughs) but, um, but I do want to say on the phone thing, um, I would encourage fans, especially for this comeback, interact with the moment. Like, you don't have to record the entire concert on your phone. I know some people are going to, like, be like, oh, my God, but they're going to record it. They're going to give you a ticket to buy for replay. Like, go to the concert and interact with them. Give them your energy. Like, that's why I like going to more than one concert because, you know, you can take your pictures, do the thing. But then, like... If you want them to wave to you, if you want them to see you, you know, like you've got to interact with them. You've got to give them your energy. Like I got away from Namjoon during sound check because I wasn't all like in my bag <laughs> nice. and in my phone trying to secretly record. Like there were people around me that got kicked out because of that. Like they're really like serious mm-hmm. about that. But anyways, like you have to be like, ex- just, just yeah, I just wanted to say that because like I feel like sometimes people are so like, oh, like, let me let me record and you're watching them concert through your phone. It's like, dude, let's put the phone down. Okay, I digress. Sorry. Oh, you're fine because I went on a tangent <laughs> and I do not take it back. On the first episode of Love Maze, you can go back if you haven't, uh, listeners. And I tried to talk about mindfulness and being in the moment and how I saw Permission to Dance 
three times from the floor and three times from the 100s level. And it's a completely yeah. different energy. Like people in the 100s and up are dancing, yelling, having a good time. They're snapping some pictures here and there, but that's but that's it. They're enjoying the show and being a part of, part of the show versus on the floor, suddenly everybody's yeah. paparazzi. Everybody's trying to get that TMZ's going to yeah. buy it shot. Like everyone's focusing on that. Meanwhile, the members, you know, the fans they can see the most are the ones up close yes. on the floor. So they're looking at your phone you. instead of you. Yep. And so I was just like, you know, we got to take time to really be in the moment because armies, we aren't just there to observe. We are, we are a part of the show. They are there to see us just like we are there to see them. They're ex especially after soul, when they came to Vegas, they needed to see, they couldn't see most of our smiles for those of us who kept our masks on, but they could see our eyes if we had our phones down and to see like smiles in our eyes. But if your phone's covering your face and you're wearing a mask and you're not dancing because you're keeping your camera still, you need to get the right shot then you're not giving back any energy. And to me, going to the concerts is my way of giving back that energy to them that they give me on the day-to-day -day oh. basis. Like I, I became a baby army right after I had my second kid, my daughter, who's now three, but like she was a newborn when I fell down the rabbit hole and I was up all hours of the night, but it didn't matter because I had just fallen in love with BTS. And so I would be up watching music videos, watching uh, YouTube compilations, trying to catch up on, I watch all of yes, Run and just oh like gosh. was up with the baby, but it didn't matter because they gave me energy to get through it. And so she's, you know, she's a little J-Hope bias. Actually, she's more, she thinks that Jimin is Chimmy. Dude, he so is So she calls though. him Chimmy and she sings <laughs> with you. Like she, she I saw like, look, Chimmy's singing. Uh, so my kids are baby armies now and she's grown That's up with her music. Kudos to you for being a mom during, the, I, I just have to say, because I don't have kids yet, y'all. I'm like a single person and still finding my way through young adult life. But kudos to like you and people who like have kids during all of this stuff because I'm like that is amazing like <laughs> tribute to you guys I mean I know like you're passionate about BTS but you have little ones so like that's awesome like and happy Mother's Day oh thank you that's so sweet yeah I for me it's been it allowed me to kind of have something that was aside from being mom but also helped support me as mom it was like okay, I'm exhausted, but oh, now I'm going to play boys with fun. Okay, let's go. We're going to make breakfast. Like, <laughs> So it really became a part of my life as a full-time parent and has allowed me to then pursue my creative pursuits. And so I've done podcasts and audio dramas and like they really encourage me, especially through the pandemic, to keep creating, keep trying, you know, find my own voice. I'm never, you're never too old to pursue your love and your passion and so and i hope that with proof that they'll take that in their new music that they'll talk about that journey and how they've matured through it i think about uh 28 mm -hmm. and how he kind of talks about getting closer to 30 and what that means and how he's still the same mm -hmm. but he's changed and i really feel like proof as as an era is going to yeah. follow that it's going to kind of reflect on their growth um and just kind of them acknowledging like yes we've had amazing achievements and we've done a lot but we still have the rest of our lives and we can all take that take that to heart and know like there's always something else coming 
yet to come. Ha <laughs> ha, throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> there's always something, a beautiful moment in life yet to come uh, for all of us. And so they literally are hope and they really give us something to look forward to all the time, especially during the pandemic. But they went, you know, we're going to keep you guys going through the pandemic. But now that's quote unquote ending. We're going to give you more hope and more. They're basically giving us yeah. comfort and hope as we move on into kind of this next chapter for the world, mm-hmm. for all of us, not just for them. So I treat it, I talk about them like, <laughs> I'll be like, oh yeah, we got a new distributor. <laughs> We're doing this and that. Like it's a sports team. Like, no, I'm like, no, I don't family. work there. I'm not a BTS. Have- but they want us to feel that way. Yeah. It. Just like when they are happy, I feel happy. You know, I'm full just watching them eat. I've never was into mukbangs and now I just love seeing them enjoy awesome. a meal, which is strange. No, uh, but after having kids, you know, when you have a little baby who's eating after being fussy or like they were sick and now they're eating and like you feel this relief and happiness from that. Like I literally feel that with them. Like I want them to do good, but I want them as people to be safe and happy and have what they need. And, you know, I think it's just really important to always remember their people. And that's what makes me love them more is seeing them in person and being like, that's, not some superhero with a bunch of exactly. special effects who pretends that they're amazing. Like, no, these are hardworking, real men who have grown up in front of our eyes and have had cameras following them and they have remained good people. And that is so yes. hard to find. So I will be here to see them when they're sitting on little stools playing. You know, they've stopped dancing and they're still right? just singing the hits and I will be there. I love hopefully. that. <laughs> I'm in this for, for life. I love that. They are just people. I think that's important for people to remember. Um, I don't know. I guess I want to do like a public service announcement. Like for fans who are excited, I know I'm a passionate fan. Like I'm very defensive when people say things about them or whatever. But um, I've always said this, like if I were to be in a coffee shop and one of them were to walk in, um, they're people first. Um, don't be one of those fans who find out where they live and then go, you know, try and take a picture during one of their relives or, you know, follow them to the airport and book the same flight. If you're not doing business in wherever they're going, like they're people, they need rest. They need some privacy. I know some people want to be like, Oh, well they're stars. They kind of don't get to have privacy. Yeah, they do. They do. And I think, you know, it's important Mm -hmm. for us to remember they're human and yes, they are good looking. They are sexy. They are amazing, charismatic people, but they're guys, you know, they, they want to hang out too. So let's, let's just be on this next tour. Let's scream obviously at their hotness, but let's also remember, Hey, like we're not going to climb the barricades or follow them home. But anyways, I digress. (laughs) Yeah. We're not, we're done with the whole throwing (laughs) things at them. And oh my, I was livid when those flowers came at Jen's face. I was mad. So, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but we all learned how to behave ourselves. And how to have proper army etiquette after Vegas. I mean, things turned around real quick. I love our communication as a fandom. Like, if something happens, it spreads like wildfire in a good way as far as like, okay, we're we're done with that. Like, don't let that happen again. I'll find you. Like, who? (laughs) Or like the the Julia and the dress and the, like, we're not going to take bullying. We're not going to take shaming. We're not going to take 
sexism, racism. No, like, there's no place not for that in ARMY. So. Like, I, I want to highlight that and echo what you said. There's no place for judgment in ARMY because there's just too many people who are different. I mean, there's different age groups. There's different genders. There's different races. Like, I know I'm mixed and I'm like, the joke, running joke for me is like, I'm mixed with everything but an Asian culture. Like, I think that there's no place mm-hmm. for judgment in ARMY. And anyone who wants to judge in ARMY is not following along with the message that BTS continues to pour out on every song they make. So, yeah. It's like, yeah, you guys might be listening to the wrong group sometimes. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was great. I feel my heart is full being able to talk about kind of the deeper things, the deeper feelings. I've been a fangirl since my first crush on Cody from Step by Step. Yes, I'm old, people. Kel Mitchell from all that. I've had many crushes. I'm still, my second husband is DiCaprio. My husband knows that. Uh, But BTS have a special, special, special place in my heart that is deeper and more important and has had more of an impact for me than any of those little crushes. Those are crushes. This is I love. have a question. Do you have a bias? I, I have to know. I feel like I don't know. So I want to ask. I know this is a different. I know that you're oh, asking no, me questions, fine. but I want, I'm just curious. <laughs> Thank you for asking. See, this is how life should be. All armies should be able to have other armies around to ask them. Like we should get our own island and just download the app. Things. Download the uh, app. It's coming. It's coming. I'm gonna do an advertisement for hype. Before you answer my question, make sure you go to btsisland.com and download in the sum. And if you pre-register now, you get an army bomb to help you with the missions and all those things. So be sure to pre-register. And every single Tuesday oh. during the month of May, they're coming up with new content, which is BTS our developers, and they're showing us different things. You can also fill out a survey, which allows you to give feedback on what you want to see in the game. The first one was what animals. The second one that currently goes until tomorrow, Monday, May 9th, is asking you about fashion. So be sure to do that. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. You can tell. I'm. I'm oh, that's great. See, I didn't know because I've been, tr- I need to go, I've been streaming, yes. but I have to catch Multiple up devices, on everyone. the uh, developer devices. episodes. So I'm on it. Note noted. Uh, but for me, I'm Yoonmin. Okay. Double biased. Uh, I got pulled into this life by Jimin, <laughs> but Yoongi quickly <laughs> came right next to him and was like, you know what? I'm going to have to have you both. So I am double biased and it's a rough life. Uh, Jin's my wrecker. My husband is Jin biased and makes that very clear. <laughs> they have very similar personalities. I've got, oh, I've got on my... Oh, yeah. Jenny here. I'm showing my, uh, I've got Jen. So far, I'm starting to collect because I don't go to the mall that much, but I've got the little uh, Funko. I have all of those. Yes, those are fun. RM and Jen. Yeah, so starting my collection. I didn't collect merch until this year. It has started. Yes. Uh, So since LA, I've been collecting merch and I hope to get my Jim and Hoodie. For my birthday. It's actually going to ship right before my birthday. So hopefully oh, it comes nice. in time. It'll be summer and I get a sweatshirt, but whatever. No, I'm still going to wear it. birthday and I'm the same. I actually just moved to Seattle, Washington. So <laughs> my merch and stuff, I actually have it in a storage unit because I'm actually, you see a white roll right now, but this summer I'm going to be putting wallpaper up. I have like a wallpaper person coming to do that. And I'm going to buy shelving and I'm going to have Ooh. like all my albums, all the different stuff. So I'll have to oh, do another awesome. one of these with you and show you. Uh, do you have any recommendations for baby armies as far as songs they should check out or or bts shows or 
concerts, anything you want to recommend that they should check yeah, out. So I'm going to recommend um, the budget friendly version because I know that you can buy certain things off of Weverse. So um, for any people who are like, oh, I can't buy their, their DVDs. I can't do this. Um, the first thing I'm going to tell you is to go onto YouTube and subscribe to um, Bangtang TV and uh, also Hype Labels and a few of the other um, like big hit channels. Um, I think the first thing you should do is watch Run BTS. All of the hundred something episodes are on there for free. There's subtitles in English if you don't speak Korean, which I don't, but I'm taking a tutor and I'm starting next week. So I'm excited. But anyways, I digress. Um, Run BTS, obviously, I would say um, watching Buen Voyage is really fun because you get to see them do new activities in different places that aren't South Korea. So that's just them having fun. Um, Obviously, in the soup, I think that one might require you to buy a DVD if you want to see like everything, but there are like the consolidated versions on YouTube. Um, as far as music goes, if you are new army, I know there's some people out there who say that they don't like their older music. I encourage you to honestly just do a weekend of a journey through VTS. Like I I just want to call it that, but like, listen to all their title tracks in one sitting, like just take four hours, go on YouTube. Like you can literally listen to every single album on YouTube for free. And I know this because I did it last weekend go on there and just listen to their title tracks if you don't have time to do the whole album. And you can just kind of see how they progress over time. They all have music videos for each of them, so you'll have fun doing it. So I would just say definitely do that. Now, for me personally, um, if you want more of that sentimental vibe, my go-to is Magic Shop. I love that song. I cry every time I hear it. It is just, like, amazing. And then obviously... um, the We Are Bulletproof, the, um, help me, Ashley. I'm, the Eternal. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> All these phrases in my head. That one is really a big deal um, for me as well. And I cry all the time and I've never seen them do it live. But um, if you just, if you're a person who like wants to feel like army-ish when you're watching BTS, that will just be the perfect video for you because it goes through all of their music videos it it just shows there's so much imagery in that so I would say those two are very good if you're wanting like that army vibe type of a thing if you're wanting more of like the upbeat feel like and you're trying to you know work out I have a workout playlist that I do like you know like DNA idol um boy in love the Japanese version okay can we talk about the Japanese version um just like all those hyped up songs um Yeah. And then I would say too, like learn the fan chants. Like that is really important. Like you don't have to know everything. Like I don't know everything, even though I'm, you know, I've been listening forever, but you need to learn the fan chant of saying their names at the beginning of high energy songs, like beginning of mic drop, beginning of like idol, boy in love. Like you just have to, you have to know that at least if you don't know anything else, like, I was at a place yesterday where they had like a BTS light show up here and no one was doing that. And I just stood up and I was like, Kim Nam I, I didn't care. I did not care. And anyways, it was great. Yeah, I agree. It's like, you can't know every song and every, you can't know all of the fan chants to every song. Obviously that's just, that's a lot of work, especially if you're newer, but if you at least take the so- time to learn yes, the order of the fan please. chant and be able to do the fan <laughs> chant for the songs that you either know are going to be performed at a future concert, like if you're planning mm-hmm. to go see a show, take the time after you get your ticket yes. to work on the fan chant. Um, but it builds them up and it's just, it's fun to do. It's really not that hard if you really 
Yeah. If you try, if you practice it, I write it, it down. <laughs> There's no shame no. in putting it on your phone and yelling it and looking at your like phone. I was like this. Yeah. With some of the lyrics. I didn't yeah. care. I was like, I'm singing it. <laughs> right. Especially, you know, if you're in the West, like they want to hear that right. we know it over here. Like let's, I armies, I challenge every I army who listens to this to learn the fan chant if you haven't already, in case you get to go to a show or if you're just watching at home yell it out i did during the uh day four online stream i was yelling it out my kids looked at me like what is her problem what is she saying is she speaking in tongues uh so (laughs) but it really hypes them up it brings the right vibe the right energy to the songs so if there are certain songs that you know you like and the fan chance in them absolutely then learn it you know maybe maybe you don't do it every single time but at least here and there like try it out challenge yeah, yourself I didn't learn everything in a day so there's I mean there's no expectation for you to and I think too dude learn the Korean lyrics they, they love that like I, just seeing how they respond to mm-hmm. fans when, they, when we sing it in Korean like I was doing that and I was close to the extended stage one of the nights and like I, I was I was like I was like mimicking some of the rap line and they just like their eyes light up they love that because we're not Korean natives some of most of us and so like they just love when we know the Anyways, I'm sorry. I digress. But I just, I just, like, like you, it's just, yeah. Like, if no, you can do, that. like, yeah. DNA. Like, we know that they show so much respect to other cultures right. when they tour and when they visit. Uh, so, showing it back to them, like, that's just. It's so It's lovely. Great. It's very pleasant. It shows respect and appreciation. And so, obviously, you don't have but to. You but, you know. <laughs> should yeah <laughs> you should like if you are standing bts and you have not at least taken yeah. some interest in korean culture or the language or something then yeah, like definitely. what are you doing like just care just they care enough about their fans to learn about us and to try to make us happy and give us things to look forward to they work so hard for us so do the bare minimum learn their Please names learn their names and learn they the don't look chant. alike guys like i want to i just want to say this really quickly like they're not all the same looking. Just because someone is a different nationality than you are does not mean they look the same. Like, I don't mean to get super serious again, but I just, I hate when people do that. It's like, sure, okay, you can, you can tease them and say they have similar manu- mannerisms or like when they're, when they're copying each other, but, but they're different people. Like, they don't look alike. They don't. Mm-hmm. They really don't. I'm sorry. Like, I just, they, they really don't, don't look alike, yeah. everyone. Like, I, you can tell, like, I hope that I, like, they don't look alike. Okay. <laughs> like stop, stop. It. uh it's just such a throwaway like your mama jokes or something like it's such people are lame when that's all they can come up with to criticize them because they know that they're amazing mm-hmm. and they don't want to admit it there's so many secret fans that follow like everything me. they do and they so be loud and proud about being an army and in that loud and proud being yell the fan chant i will see you all next tour uh hopefully i want tour dates i'm like cookie monster yes, like i want to we have question marks on their teaser did you see that the question marks maybe they'll announce yeah them. yeah we were i saw yeah june 13th as maybe an announcement i was thinking maybe the 13th we would get a muster like maybe uh maybe jen was telling us hinting at a free concert in Seoul. I've seen Daegu as a possibility, like do a free show that uh, for the 13th, maybe. So I don't know. Well, there's also June 7th too. No, oh, that's the other question mark too. Oh, yeah. June 13th is probably the muster because that's the date that they released it last year. It was June 13th and June 14th of 2021. 
So we'll see. Oh, so much to look forward to. I want a tour schedule so bad because did you see airports tweeting uh, yeah. out stuff last week? Yeah, that was at first. I was like, oh, this is, this is cute. And I was like, okay, all right, I can stop. Okay, enough now. <laughs> like, I was like, I know they're not coming to Columbus, Ohio. I'm from there. <laughs> I, mean, I know they're not going there. These are lies. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but I have so many places to visit that I was almost, I was more like, I hoped it wasn't true because I want them to be able to go to more countries. Like, I hope they, when they come back here, I wouldn't want them to do a bunch of shows here when, if they can possibly go to other countries, trying to be thoughtful of the rest of the armies out there. I, of course, if they did a residency here, I would basically live wherever they went. Oh, yeah. No, no joke. Like, I would literally have an Airbnb <laughs> and it would be for army and literally right. we'd have like at least eight people there at a time to cut down costs. I have it all figured out. Like, literally. Oh, yeah. That's how it's going to be. So that would take over my life. And I can only live in purple paradise for so long. So like they got to kind of go to other countries, give me a time to get my money up. I will be ready when they come back. (laughs) So hopefully when they do give tour dates that they'll be able to go to more countries. Yeah. But we don't know. Circumstances will tell us. So I wanted to put out that good karma to all armies. Like I hope they come to your country next and I hope they turn your city purple because Borhagas was beautiful. And I don't care what the set list is. They can play whatever they want forever and we will be there. And that's the magic yes. of BTS and ARMY. Let's move to the games. We're, we have enough time for oh, cool. one game. And I think because you've been in this ARMY Bangtan life for so long that <laughs> you're going to nail it. You're going to destroy this. This is going to oh, be boy. an easy challenge. I already know. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> pressure. No pressure. Um, it's the alphabet game. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to see. I'm going to see. If you can give me, and this can be a BTS song. It can Ugh. be a collaboration. It can be a, from a mixtape. Any member on the song, um, as long as they sing or rap on it. Like, it can't just be like... Uh, we don't talk together. Produced by Sugar, but Sugar's not on it. Like it should be. It should at least have a member in the song. Oh my hopefully. goodness! Wait, okay. So it, so it has to be like the name of a person in the song, or can it be the song title? No, no, no. We're just the song. So you're just gonna give me through the alphabet. I'll give you the letter. Oh, A B T S song. But I'm allowing it to extend to mixtapes, collaborations, okay. features. Let me like. You know. Let me have like so a, a second to mentally open. like. I just need like a minute because I'm like I'm. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And, All right. and to preface this with everybody, like, I did not know about this beforehand, so I don't have, like, a sheet here with all the things. I will give you, I will give you some reassurance that I, I would not ask a guest to do something if I didn't do it myself. So I so sat down and I did this myself. It took me about 10 minutes. It wasn't too bad. Like, I took a, I got stuck on like two letters, but it wasn't too bad. So I believe, and I will help you out. I have, I wrote down the ones I came up with. So I had some to help you out. So you don't get oh stuck. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me so like, I need to you like. Can have, you can have two uh, army lifelines to use. Okay. Let me like. So if you can't think of one, you've got two lifelines that I will mark for you. All right. Are you ready to give it a shot? <laughs> okay. La G. More. La, la. A. Airplane. B. Boy with love. Nice. I have blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, C. Cipher. Four. Nice. Nice. 
D. DNA. <laughs> e. Euphoria. F. Fake love. G. Go go. H. Home. I. I need you. J. Just one day. K. Killer Cypher Part 3. Bam! Nice. L. Lost. Ooh, nice one. M. Mic dropped, duh. N. No. No, you gotta give an answer. I'm just kidding. No, that's what I said. Oh! <laughs> I had to, I'm like stressed I out and I didn't like, understand no. you were joking. I'm so stressed <laughs> out. I oh love made it more fun for me. I was like, <laughs> I okay. in panic I was mode. so stressed out. I'm like, um, <laughs> you need to review their songs. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> oh. Can it be an outro? Outro tier? Sure. Okay. P. Uh, Piped Piper. Q. Oh, I don't. Oh, hold on. Um, does it have to be in English or can it be Korean? Korean, Japanese, doesn't matter. Okay, give me a second. Let me just think about it. Um, Tell it you off the hook on no, this no, one. No, no, I no, 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 There's nothing. I couldn't find there anything. Okay, okay. That's probably yeah. why I was freaking out. Yeah. Uh, could not find a cue. Okay. Please hit me up on Twitter at Love Maze Podcast if you can come up with a BTS song that has that starts with a cue. I tried my best. Could not find one. Okay. R. Yeah, because there's not anyone starting with a cue. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Okay. okay sorry. What's yeah. This? I really could not. I spent a good amount of time. I was like, or I Googled. Yeah. I didn't just try to think it. I Googled, looked through. I'm, oh my gosh. I'm going to like, this is going to bug me. Okay. Um, uh, R, run. S. Save me. T. I have two. Tomorrow and then trainee Christmas. You. Is there, did you find one with you? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Just hold on. Um. Yeah, I was only able to find one that starts with the Okay, U. hold on. Is it, okay, can, is it, is it Korean or Japanese version? Korean. It's on an album. <laughs> I hope it's on a fucking album. Oh <laughs> it's God. not like a single. It's okay. a part of an album. Wait, that album. Um, uh, wait, 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 wait. Just, just wait a minute. Just wait. A, just <laughs> wait a minute. I'm going to get this. Okay. Um. Okay. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Just hold on. Um. It's it in the title is the, is the title in Korean. It's not technically a language, if that helps as a hint. It's not in a language. The name is an onomatopoeia. Jeez. Um, when you get it, you're going to be like, why did I think of that? So I, I will give you, I'll let you off the hook. Or you can do one of your call and army. Well, uh, can we come back to that question? <laughs> All right, we'll come back to that I want to get this. Okay. Uh, v. This one was also really hard too, and I had to Google this one. Voice, you got it. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Yes, I know that. That's Namjoon, baby. Oh my god, it's waiting for you. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, W. Okay, W. War of Hormone. 
Um, I didn't find anything for X. I won't even try to go with that. I found nothing for X. If you know an X title, let us know. Uh, audience. Next letter is Y. Um, young Forever, You Never Walk Alone. Z. Oh, Zero O'Clock. Got it. Woo! Okay. No, let's, Last. Go, let's go back to you. We're I'm going sorry. back to you. You... And then you will have completed the challenge. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. Just, just. Okay. Um, it's an automatopoeia. Mm-hmm. Why am I having such a hard time? Okay. Um. <laughs> Let me use my telepathy. Ah, wink, ah, wink. Ah, <laughs> UTH You got it. Oh my gosh. I am so excited. I got that answer. Oh my gosh. You survived. Thank you for playing our our games segment of this podcast called Do You Know BTS? If you want to test your BTS knowledge, come on the show. Application is still open for season one. Just go to anchor.fm slash lovemaze fill out an application or you can email me to get an application at lovemazepodcast at gmail.com anything you want to say to the armies listening as we wrap up here Mel Uh, yes I just say have fun I mean honestly like being army is such a privilege. It's not a right. It's a privilege. And to be able to experience all of the emotions and the successes, um, the challenges and all the different other adjectives that you probably think of, it's a privilege. And um, just always be kind to your fellow army. Um, always trust BTS because they're probably about to experience a whole lot of hate in the next coming couple months. So just remember that army trusts BTS. And um, yeah, I purple everyone listening. Yay! Thank you so, so much for coming on the show. You've been amazing. Amazing guests. Thank you so much for randomly meeting this Redditor and meeting us for dinner and meeting in real life. Yeah. Uh, so that made my arrival to Vegas so much better. Aww. So thank you yeah. again. And thank you for being on the show. I would love to have you back on after comeback. Yes. Just to talk please. about what it actually turns out to be yes. and to confirm what we were we're hoping for or thinking about so please come back on the show it's been a pleasure i feel so honored to have you here and to hear your story so thank you so much melanie of course thank you for having me